The current spoiler warning level is, Leaf Green. Okay. <clears throat> Alright, hey, so, listen, uh, I'm gonna say Leaf Green on the spoiler warning for this one. Um, it's kind of... It's kind of dumb, right? The spoiler warning stuff gets a little silly sometimes. Um, we are talking about some machines from Gundam Seed. Um, it's a bunch of variants. There's some FSV stuff. There's some Astray stuff and, and things like that. Um, and then there's a minor... There's a variant of its predecessor in episode 50 of Gundam Seed, and it doesn't matter at all. And then there's a variant of this machine in Destiny, and it matters even less. So it's like, I'll drop in spoiler warnings at those times, I guess, because they are things that GGP hasn't gotten to yet. But unless you're ultra hardcore about spoilers, um, these don't matter at all. And it's sort of where this this uh, spoiler scale kind of gets a little silly. But regardless, please enjoy the episode. Hello friends and folks and welcome back to Mechanista NG where I have discovered the secret to working through my backlog. I'm Six Detmar from Scanlabia. I'm Dylan. What's that secret? Uh, English voice acting on things. I'm watching some live action TV for a podcast I'm going to be on and it's like, oh wow, when I don't have to keep constantly watch the subtitles, I can get a lot of building done. <laughs> That's fair. Um, yeah. I just received two key bandai packages today and I'm building one of them. Uh, Started building the Lodestray, as it is known. Uh, which should be Lord Astray. Uh, which, let me tell you, Astrays are fucking cool. Um, like, I've never built one before is the thing, somehow. Mm -hmm. And even though there are some parts that are kind of sticker hell on this, mainly because this is a remold of an existing kit, um, it's really cool. I like how many, like, layers and stuff go on the arms and, like... They feel very muscly. Oh, I guess I did build the uh, straight gold frame uh, real grade, uh, which also had some cool stuff. But the problem is I didn't get to build the like insides because it's an old real grade. So that was given to me already. Like they mm -hmm. look cool, but I never got to actually build them. But I really like like I've, I've built one leg and both arms. And I just I don't know the way they layer parts is really cool. Uh, cool design. Um, then the other one that I have is uh the H1 Razor and the H2 Artemis, uh, which I'm going to give the H1 Razor to my partner, uh, Ivy, who has been on the show, and then uh, the Artemis is mine. <laughs> so, yeah. Kits. Have you have you seen the P-Bandai they're doing for Kukuru's Doen's Zaku from the, you know, the Yaz movie? Yeah, I've seen it. That was a choice they made. Yeah, it's, um... Okay. We, we've we shit-talked the origin before here, but my issue with that one is that for years, Yaz has had some beef with that episode, so I'm actually particularly annoyed that they stuck with the style while still modernizing it. Because if Yaz is directing this, it's like, well, okay, so he had direction over that. I, I don't know. It just feels like weird to me in a weird way. 
Because this whole thing is like, oh, I hate that episode. I want to correct it. And the bad animation Zaku is part of that episode, right? Um, yeah. But I love that thing. Like, I like that episode. I think if you want to watch Doan's Island, the true Doan's Island, you should simply watch, uh, what is it, episode 14 of Mobile Suit Gundam, uh, rather than watching some OVA by some fucking weirdo. I mean, I watched the OVA, too. Fair enough. Because I'm curious. But, like, I feel like, I don't know, like, I mean, if you don't like, if this is your way to solve, quote-unquote, Doan's Island... It's because you're just not a fun person to be around. If you're like, the problem was the, how unrealistic the fucking mobile suit martial arts were. It's like, I don't really want to talk to you. You sound like a really boring person. Well, I, we don't even know if it's going to be that, right? <clears throat> because well, was... they gave him an axe. Oh, uh, they did give now. him a heehawk. Yeah, that's true. I didn't think about that, but they did give it a heehawk. And all of its pictures are it posing with the, with the heehawk. Though, oh, also, they? I will note, I will note. The heat hawk doesn't appear to be heated. That's very funny. I assume because he, you know, is running on less power and can't get replacements and stuff, which, you know, that's kind of cute. And, like, I do think the idea of what this appears to be is like a Zaku 1.5 is kind of fun. Um, it's just, it, it, it only bugs me in so far as, like, I don't know. I like that episode. Yeah. Um, now, did you see the other fun announcement, though? Uh, I don't know. Which one? Uh, the Ver anime of Donzaku, but it's, like, based on First Gundam rather than the I didn't. Yes one. Let me see this, friend. Uh, meanwhile... Yeah, look at that pal. Yeah, there it is. It's the, it's the, it's the weirdo. <laughs> Hope it has boulders. Um... That's, that's what we all want. Anyway, uh... Dice! We're rolling them! Dice. Yes, yes. It's time to find out what we're going to be talking about today. Uh, I'll just uh, pull up the spreadsheet, because I had all these P-Bandai tabs open. Uh, knock over a pill bottle, just for good measure. You know, good luck. <laughs> You're never going to guess it. What do, what do we get? We got Cosmic Era again. <laughs> Why? Even here we can't escape Seed. What the fuck? I don't know what's going on. But here we are. Um, so we have 15 on this list. So I'm going to roll a D12 and a D4 and subtract one. Okay. I mean, there's a lot of MSV. It could still be fun. I'm just sick of CE after this. Next week I'll have to veto it if we get it again. Okay, well, what about the ZGMF 600? Uh, ZGMF. 600. Okay, so ZGMF, uh, it's a SAF suit. Uh, mm -hmm. It's not the Freedom Gundam, because that's like ZGMF X. Uh, we only system. just started seeing this in Seed on GGP. Um, not like, oh! like literally, oh! but like it's the last couple weeks. Oh, wait, uh, is this an Endgame suit? Uh, for for seed one, yeah, for yes. original, seed. not for destiny. Hell yes. yeah! Is it the Gways? It's the Gways. Hell yeah! I love this thing actually. See, uh, that's the thing is, then we roll these things and we're like, actually, this machine's really. So good. here's the thing: this thing's great. Uh, look, this is a weird one too because this is a fan design. Really? Uh huh. Uh oh, actually, the wiki added that to the notes section, so I guess we'll see that down there. 
Uh, the fan design is a little different from the final, but um, it's very funny to me that this is a fan design. I like this machine actually quite a bit, and then they fucking ruin it. But we'll 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 get into that. Uh, for now, the ZGMF six hundred Gwaze uh, is a mass production mobile suit first featured in Gundam Seed. Uh, this is the end game Zaf suit. This is the one being used at the end of the show. It is. Supposed to be, like, the big cool one. Um, I think we see, uh, Rao's first. Uh, and then we start seeing, like, the general purpose ones later. Um, <clears throat> but, um, this machine's fucking cool. So, the head. Um, the head design, you've got a mono-eye head, like all the Zap suits tend to have, at least the mass production ones. Um, it does have a forehead camera, though. Uh, right below the crest. It does have one of those big Zaft crests that we all know and maybe not always love, but you know. I mean they kind of fall off. Yeah. They're more of a they're more of a seed than seed destiny thing. That's true. Say. Well <laughs> Yeah. Um it has had Vulcans, should know. Uh below the mono eye, it actually has like a weird like guard there. It's got, like, a metal guard around the bottom of the mono-eye, and then it has a face with a chin, like how a Gundam would. Just really interesting, because, like, I feel like if you cut away the face, it would still work, or if you cut away the bar, it would still work, but it still works either way. Um, you got vents on the side of the face as well. Um, for the torso, we've got a pretty standard C torso, honestly. Uh, you've got, you know, the new modernized style vents on the left and right side of the chest, Got a big bulging uh, center cockpit area. Um, you've got a layer of black armor near the bottom of the torso that is, you know... I think that's actually where... Well, I don't know where the cockpit hatch on this thing is, actually. You never know with C. Sometimes it's still in the belly, sometimes it's on top. Um, Let's see if we have any shot. Um, it is... That is where it is, yes. Okay, so it is below. Okay. Uh, and then you've got, like, one more layer of armor. It's the classic, you know, three layers of armor leading into the waist. Um... For the arms, uh, some very simple shoulders. Uh, they're just, you know, you got shoulder armor. Uh, they do have thrusters located in the ends of them. Uh, oh, that wasn't you. Okay, sorry. I heard an, I heard a Discord noise, and I'm like, oh no, Six is going to message me that I'm like, that I disconnected, but no. <laughs> um, it is worth looking at the gallery to get a better look at the arms because, like in the in the sort of the main like featured art, at least on the Gundam wiki, um, the you backpack are going blends to see the into shield. it. Yeah, the backpack and the shield just kind of cover it up. Yeah, um, but yeah, the uh, yeah, so plain shoulders. Uh, honestly, plain arms too, though. Overall, right? Like it's just, I mean, you know, they're arms, and C does this a lot. It's got a rounded upper arm with a. Uh, you know, you've got, like, panel line details, but, like, it's just, it looks like a zapped upper arm. Um, the lower arm is darker green armor. Again, just rounded detail. It does have a little hard point on the outside of the arm, which is where, as you mentioned, the uh, shield attaches into. Um, and the hands are hands. Uh, for the waist, uh, we have some interesting stuff going on here. So we have the Front skirts, uh, and the crotch piece, uh, the crotch piece has, like, an orange piece on top, you've got, uh, like, vents on the bottom, you've got vents on the fronts of the, uh, front skirts, uh, then you have what appear to be side skirts, uh, but these are not actually the side skirts, 
but these are two weapons that are plugged into the backpack, the extensional, extensional arrestor, sorry, um, which are like these two weird little claws and they can like rest in the little side area like that, which I think is mm-hmm. a really cool detail, like that they just kind of sit there um, and they like resemble side skirts. Uh, the thigh, uh, simple, you know, seat style thigh, it's very round, you've got some panel line detail, you've got like a sort of, um, half hex, <laughs> me, me saying shapes, half hexagonal, uh, you know, panel line at the top, a single line going through the middle, or, uh, going around, uh, in the middle of the leg, just going from front to back, um, for the lower legs, you got some very pointy knees, uh, these leg parts are pretty cool, actually, they're like these, just very pointy they're, they're both round and pointy right like they end in points in the middle a lot like you've mm-hmm. got the knee ending in a point then you've got like two uh curves of armor ending in like you know an edge two more curves of armor ending in a point because then the top and bottom are also curved um on the back side of the legs um, a bunch of uh like flat angled armor with some thrusters below the armor um in the middle um it's interesting. I I'm, I doubt you can in reality, but it really looks like this is like purgeable extra armor over the leg. Yeah, the it's, it, it, it's drawn. The way that the both the legs and the arms honestly look like they're wearing extra armor just because the lower armor are, is just beefier. Mm-hmm. And also it being a different color probably, you know, adds to that, especially with it being the green that we see here, because that's usually like, you know, a lot of full armors, sp- specifically the full armor Gundam. Yeah, that's true. I didn't think about that. Um, I mean, hell, it even has the orange as the secondary color. Um, but yeah, uh, then for the feet, uh, simple feet, no ankle guards, just some, um, you know, you got like a green top layer of foot, uh, then you've got like the sole of the feet and a small green heel um, on the back. Uh, well, we always say ankle guards. It does actually have ankle guards built into the armor. Well, technically, we should be talking about the instep guard. That's Fair, yeah. I, I'm used to just calling them all ankle guards, but yeah, no, it's a, it, it has a guard, like, you know, there's a little black piece that's like, well, that might just be the joint, though, right? Yeah, I think that's just the joint. I'm just talking about the fact that the, the way the leg extends down, it protects the ankles. Oh, that's true, I guess, yeah, because it, it, it does go over the sides of the legs. Um, We just don't have, yeah, the frontal guard. Uh, and then where this suit gets really cool... Because up till now, it sounds like just like a lot of the standard Zap suits. It's got a mono-eye, lots of simplified rounded parts, but where this suit gets cool for me is this backpack. This has... I, mean, I like the shield too, but yeah. Yeah, well, we we'll get into like. later. Yeah. <laughs> um, Fair. This backpack is really cool. It's got that... Uh, so, it's got two thrusters on the inner part of the backpack, right? Um... And they're very, like, they're style kind of like the um, ones you see on, like, the Jin and several other suits where they are, like, very bug-looking. They, they look like Aura Converters from Dunvine, actually. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, just that same kind of, like, shelled look, like that Elytra-like look. Uh, they do have some thrusters outward on them. And then coming out of the side of them, you have these two bigger thrusters that are, like, uh, on, like, little, you know... Uh, they're able to spin on that, right? Like, that way they can point every which way. But you've got, like, these two mm-hmm. big thrusters with uh, outward shields, and they look really cool to me. I just, I like the way this backpack looks a lot. Um, mm-hmm. And then, yeah, getting to the armaments. Uh, firstly, we have the, I mentioned the ga- uh, or the uh, head Vulcans. Uh, then, yeah, you have a beam rifle. 
It is a very simple beam rifle. Uh, it's just, you know, it's got the little scope on the top. You've got the beam rifle itself. Uh, is that a grenade launcher underslung on it or not? I'm curious. I don't think so. Just has a random barrel on the bottom. Uh, it could be like a, a rangefinder or something. But... Yeah. Um, just so used to those being grenade launchers. Uh, I do like the the grip of this gun. It, I like that it looks more like a, a boxy future gun, which is what I tend to like with like beam rifles and stuff. And I do like mm. the way the sensor looks because it, it has that like realistic kind of radome look, um, rather than just being like you know a clear green piece or something. Mm -hmm. um, and then of course the thing you're gonna like uh, the composite shield. Um, so on the left arm, it has a shield that has two beam emitters built into the front. Uh, the beam emitters are able to emit two claws. Here's a fun thing. I usually don't like composite shields, right? Mm -hmm. Um, partially because I feel like, like, the thing is, like, if you look at examples, like, I mean, the, the most iconic one, of course, is the Goof Custom, right? Mm -hmm. Um, that thing is badly built. It has a huge, extremely heavy Gatling gun held on by two little clamps on the very tip of the shield that is both structurally and balance-wise complete garbage. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, and this is like, no, like, listen, the whole thing underlines the whole shield so it doesn't fuck up the balance, and it's integrated, and it has a little, like, vernier on the back, and it's like, oh, okay, you just you just need to try and that's yep. good. Yep. This is a pretty cool one. And I like the claws. The claws are cool. Uh, yeah. Sorry, I guess I was referring to two different shields there. I apologize. There's the standard shield, which has the, the claws, which looks cool. And then also there's the variant with the, um, the Vulcan instead. Oh, where's the Vulcan one? Is that on... Uh, you'd have to uh, scroll down and look at the, the gallery, but there's the M7070 Vulcan system shield. That's what... Uh, um, uh, Rao prefers. Oh. Weird, okay. Um. Okay, huh. Oh, no, I'm... No, wait. No, I'm sorry. Here's... You know what happened? Ooh. I was preparing for another conversation. I opened up another tab and forgot which one I was on. Oh. Forget all of that. That'll be relevant in a minute. Oh, that is okay. Not relevant I was right like, now. I was like staring. I'm like, wait a minute. No, because that. You're like, wait, what is six talking about at all? No, okay. This is just this is just a, a, a cool shield with claw. It's good. Yeah. It's not complicated. <laughs> That's why I was about. going quiet because I was like desperately searching. I'm like, wait, I'm I'm, I'm searching the terms <laughs> mentioned. I'm not seeing anything. Um. No. All right. Apologize. Then we have the extensional arresters, which I mentioned. These are. It mentions that they're waist mounted, but they're not really waist mounted. Uh, you can see where the wires are. They're in the back of the backpack. Um, I mean, they're. I think it's like it's a technicality, but they are technically waist mounted because mounted, that's where the yeah. that's yeah that's where the weapon part is is kept. stored. Yeah. Um. So, uh, what these are able to do? These are small beam cannons. Uh, so they can actually fire. Uh, they do have rocket anchors, so like you know they 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 are able to propel via rockets. Uh, but they are attached via a wire. Um. It also uh, can just generate, like, a beam pick. Like, it could just do, you know, melee stuff and just stab. Uh, mm -hmm. A hidden weapon end is difficult to master, it mentions, which is very funny. Because, um, yeah, I don't think we really see them get used all that often. Um, we see, uh, well, actually looking at it, um, oh, 
Well, those are in the HD remaster, and I'm wondering if that's one of those, like, oh, we didn't use it in the original, but we decided to put it in the HD remaster or what. Who we knows? need to have a random shot of one of them owning a strike dagger, you know. Yeah, which it does pretty handily. Yeah. Uh, gra- grabs it by the arm, the strike dagger too busy focusing on the arm, and then a fucking uh, second claw just goes through the cockpit. It's pretty cool. Um... But yeah, uh, this is just a cool suit. It doesn't do anything too fancy overall. Um, but it just, the things it does are really cool, right? And it just, mm-hmm. it just feels like a proper endgame suit, right? Like, this is the Gelgoog for C, basically. It's the... But it's cool and the Gelgoog isn't. Yeah, well. we both, both of us are people here that like some Gelgoog variants, but the Gelgoog itself, not as much. <laughs> Um, and this is like, this is like, uh, feels like a good, like, conclusion of the sort of, this, you know, seed, not seed destiny, uh, Zaft aesthetic, and has some interesting weird weapons to sort of give it an edge in endgame combat. And, yeah, uh, that's just a weird funny guy. I think he's great. Yep. Um, uh, and I just, I like how buggy it is. Uh, which, I mean, I already like that on, you know, prior ones. So... Next one we're talking about is going to be a variant of this. Uh, no, 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 no. Oh, are okay. we going to have to first, go? First of, first of all, we have to give credit to Ryuta Misaka, who is the fan who created this. Oh, yes. Yeah, sorry, sorry. And uh, do you know what the name was? Uh, the original one? No. Yes. It's the Araukune. Oh. Which makes me think of Arakune. Uh, which is a fucking awful character from Blaze Blue that makes me want to die. That's a shadow guy, uh, right? That's the shadow guy who basically touches you and then gets 100% combo unblockables. It's hellish. He's a miserable fucking design. <laughs> um, yeah, and then, as you say, we have to go backwards because we got to talk now. It's fine time to finally talk about the Kagoo. The, the what? The Kagoo. Are we going to have to talk about the Sugu here? Sugu? Sugu? Kagoo? I don't know. It's I don't C. know either, but it's Kagoo, because that L- sounds funny to me. What is the, what is, it, yeah, it's Sigu. Because look at the uh, katakana there, Shigu. I don't care. I'm going to go Kagoo. Fair enough, it's... <laughs> it's wrong to say fair enough we... when you mean unfair. <laughs> I mean, no, yeah, I mean, whatever. Look, <laughs> do we have to talk about this thing? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's the it's the thing that was developed into the Gwaze, and also, otherwise, we'll never talk about it, because we've already talked about it again. Yeah, but but look at how many variants this thing has. Two? I, uh, it's just the order of things that is bugging my brain. <laughs> because I don't Too like bad. going from Gwaze to then have to go backwards to Sigu, and then to have to go forward back to the Gwaze experimental firearms, and then to... You know what I mean? Like, ah. Uh, I guess you'd rather we just never cover it. That's fair. No, it's not that... Okay, how about this? How about we do two halves? We'll cover the rest of the Gwaze variants, and then we can cover the CU. Alright, alright. Negotiation successful. This just seems like it flows better in my head. You know what I mean? Especially because there's only two Gwaze variants. Well, ah, fuck. (laughs) Notices the Dreadnought Gundam begins to cry. Yeah, no, you're right. There are only two Gwaze variants, and then there's another machine that's associated yeah, well, we could, yeah, that that actually, honestly, that probably could get its own episode. Um, it, does, it only has two machines, though, doesn't it? Uh, Dreadnought? Let me check. 
I mean, oh, it has a bunch fuck. of stuff. This is gonna be a it, long one today, stuff. isn't it? Okay. Well, that's fine. I mean, there are machines that are stemmed off of it, but they're ones that we wouldn't talk about. Okay. Let's just go to the Gwaze experimental firearm type, and we'll 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 work through this. Okay. So the uh, there is a variant of the Gwaze, uh, the YFX 600R Gwaze experimental firearms type. This is a weird one because this is basically uh, one that just feels like it's cheating because it has uh, the gimmicks of the justice and the freedom just combined into it. Uh, it's also really cool, um, if not silly. So, head is the same. Torso is the same. I uh, should mention there's a color shift, though. This one's yellow and light blue is like the secondary, and then you have a lot of black and white. Um, I actually really like the colors. Um, so. Have I made the joke about the freedom's name before? No. Well, I don't know. Say, say the joke, damn it. What is it? I mean, it's, it's, it, wouldn't that make its name Freedom Gun Freedom? Gundam's a portmanteau of gun and freedom. Anyway, moving on. Um, arms are the same. The legs are where you get the first difference. The side skirts are just the rail guns from the Freedom Gundam, uh, complete with the beam sabers on the top as well. Um, then uh, the backpack is where you get the other major change. Instead of having the cool bug backpack, you just have, I think it's a modified version of the Freedom or the uh, Justice backpack. I don't think it's the exact one. Yeah, I built that recently enough that it is a little different, but. But it's similar, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't, like, also these, like, I think the main thing that stands out to me is the, like, the pads that it stands on are not as sophisticated, because in the Justice they can, like, clamp on and stuff, and these just, eh, you stand on them. Yeah, probably because it's hard to, harder to clamp on to the larger, pointier feet, and they don't want to just use yeah. the same one. Um, but yeah, so, uh, this, uh, the, it, it is a test bed for new mobile suit weapons, including those used on the Justice and the Freedom. Um, so... It has the Lacerta Beam Sabers, which are the ones used by the Freedom. Uh, they can combine. Uh, they're located on top of the Rogans, as mentioned. Still has the uh, uh, Vulcans. Uh, the Shifius Railguns. Uh, which, I think the Shifius Railguns are cool. So, or Rail Cannons, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm actually, I'm not as hot on those, but they're alright. I think, I think they're alright. Um... The Lupus Beam Rifle, which is the Freedom's Beam Rifle. Um, which is funny, because it turns out the Freedom's Beam Rifle is an upgraded version of the Gwaze's Beam Rifle, but the Gwaze is not introduced until, you know, like, seven episodes, six episodes after the Freedom or something like that? Which, the, the, look, the, this it's fine. This this machine was the test bed for the Justice and the Freedom, and Zaft was just sitting on the Gwaze's. I mean, you can't roll them out until you've got enough to really make an effect, right? You gotta yeah, but, they, the, but then again, they also made fucking variants of it already, so... Sure, sure. <laughs> um, it has the Fortis Beam Cannons located on the uh, subflight unit on the back. Um, and then uh, you have the Volocris Machine Gun, which are also on the subflight unit. Which, those basically just operate like Vulcans. They're, again, for shooting down missiles or, mm-hmm. I guess, shooting at close foes. But they seem like they're pretty small machine guns. So, at their... technically, it doesn't have the Freedom's shoulder guns, but that's it. Yeah, it doesn't get to have the uh, big rainbow beams. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. But it does have phase shift armor. Um, just regular phase shift. But, uh, yeah. Uh, so, 
it does mention here that the prototype uh, sublifter, uh, subflight unit that it's using is apparently either remote controlled or AI controlled, which is a very interesting way of putting that, I guess. I mean, I guess it makes sense. You have manual control and you can just let it do what it wants, but I, I just thinking about that. Um, where, where mobile thrall is a thing in C, but anyway. I mean, I guess it's just simple. It just fly. I don't know if I'd want an AI to control it, though. I'm thinking about, like, being a pilot for this, right? But then mm-hmm. again, if you're doing remote control, that's way too much to be dealing with. I don't know. I, I just think it just seems bad to just jump on your backpack. Maybe just I don't know, make the machine fast in the first place. I mean, I don't know. I feel like there's, the design is such that you can bring things to bear. Like, I mean, at that point, it's like, well, don't, you know, why are you using shackles? Why are you using, you know, base jabbers? Just build that shit into the suit. Um, because like here, here are things you could do. I guess those things are piloted, which is why that doesn't bug me as much. These are not, Mm. the the subflight units here are not piloted. But, like, okay, here are things you could do with this that you couldn't normally do. One, you can put more shit on this because it doesn't need to have a practical angle of attack because you can remove it, right? Like, if you had those guns on there, you'd need a way for them to more practically fold over and, like, the the gun, the Vulcans on its back to have a more practical angle. And here you don't have to worry about that. You can build as much as you want because it'll detach and have its own angle of approach. Second... Uh, I think perhaps more usefully, especially if you're an ace pilot, which is what this is designed for, let's say you're in a UC show where this kind of thing happens as opposed to seed where no one ever gets hit. Um, you're going into combat and one of your allies gets hit and you send out your little backpack and you're like, I'll send you back to base with this. Grab on. Meanwhile, I'll fight. That's fair. That's fair. Now, unfortunately, the number of thrusters on the Gwaze Experimental Firearms type are inadequate, and thus yeah. the Fatum 0 has uh, six thrusters instead of three, um, which is very funny to me. Um, yeah, so you'd, be, you'd actually be in a lot of trouble if you took that thing off and used it as a support unit. You would be very slow. Now, I will say the thing that weirds me out with this is its beam rifle is still colored exactly like the Freedoms. <laughs> Which is kind of interesting. I guess this also has dark blue on it because of the rail guns. It just looks strange that it has, like, just the Freedom's gun. Yeah. Yeah, it is It is the one part of it that isn't at all recolored, and that's weird. Um, but yeah, I just think this is a neat unit. Um, and now, do we want to talk about a unit I don't think is neat? This will be from a future thing. So after this point, we're going to talk about a machine that's from uh, Destiny, but it's just a slight variation of this one that doesn't reveal any plot or character details or setting. It doesn't matter. Um, if you're super sensitive, you can skip it. I don't, I don't really see the point. I don't even know why I'm doing the spoiler warning. Is it the Gwazer? Yes. No one would ever call it that. that was the Gwazer. This is from Gundam Seed Destiny. Hey, what's wrong with this? This thing looks cool. Uh, I just... It's just the normal ways, but simplified, and I don't know. Bugs me. It's, it's got real guns. That's not simple. It, yeah, but look at the backpack. They got rid of the side thrusters. They'd get rid of the side thruster. That's true. Uh, so the Gwaze R... The, the ZGMF-601R Gwaze R... Uh, the R stands for Reinforce. Thank you. 
as a successor to the Gways. Um, yeah, so uh, Dylan is correct. Um, it has it has a gray color change to fit more of the the aesthetic of of Destiny as opposed to Seed. Uh, but otherwise, it's like okay, it gets rid of those side thrusters on the backpack. It get ri- gets rid of our cool uh, extensional arresters and replaces them with just uh, rail guns, which are like kind of like cheaper versions of the freedoms. Um, and uh, it's a yeah, cheaper it's, shield. <laughs> yeah, a cheaper shield. Um, it it like I I think as a design, like. I I real I do like the Gways a lot. I understand the purpose of making this though, because I kind of like what I like two things. I like one when um older designs are like retrofitted because uh because they're easy to use. I think that's a fun thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also I like the, the I like the idea of of having to like. <laughs> sit down the designers of the Gways and like like you're just you know they're being drilled by the board and finally someone says people can't use your stupid claw beams yeah <laughs> make uh, a dummy gun i guess i <laughs> should idiots. know it does change one other element uh the rear skirt has uh, is elongated and given more thrusters mm. um so instead of just being an armor plate which it is on the original um mm-hmm. But yeah, and then uh, instead of having the two claws, it has a single beam saber that it emits from the shield instead of the two claws. Um, oh, did we need a spoiler warning that? I guess we did. I, I'll give a very I, light I, I spoiler did say, warning. Yeah, I did say seed, yeah. destiny. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll toss in a little one. I didn't even um, think about it because this machine is very minor. Yeah, it's, it's, the spoiler warning will basically be like, hey, if you're really one of those people, which no, no shade, but I think most people won't care. So yeah, it's a very minor variation, mm-hmm. especially because it's a sequel series. So they know, you know, things are probably going to show up. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not it's not a game changing suit, I don't think. OK, mm-hmm. uh, now we can backslide into the Sigu. So we can mm-hmm. just cover the damn thing and get it done. Which I guess the Sigu has some cool ones. So developed by the Heinlein Design Bureau. Yep. Which built uh, again. So, the skew is a weird-looking friend. So, this is the one that has, a, a, honestly, in a way, because of, like, how simple the head is in some ways, the most crest of all of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it has a lot of crest. Uh, this is the one that uh, is seen very early in Seed, actually, because Rao is using this as his personal suit since the basically the start of the series. Yeah, we um, see this in episode uh, t- okay two. I thought we saw it in episode one. I guess not because Rao doesn't sortie until episode two. That's right. Yeah. Um. So yeah, uh, you have a mono eye head. Uh, the face itself below the mono eye, uh, is sort of Zaku like. It even has like the little divot, you know, in the middle, like right under with, uh, or, like right in the middle of the faceplate there. Um, you've got some tubes going from the uh, front of the face into the cheek area. Definitely, like, trying to draw inspiration without just copying the Zaku's design. Um, but it definitely is like, oh, we're making, like, a 2000s-era Zaku, you know? But as far as its, like, role in the in the setting, I, it's kind of closer to a goof. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess you could see it because, uh, you know, everyone else is using Jin's and then Rao is using this as maybe, like, the equivalent of Shara's Zaku. But... You know. But I mean, it's like it is a separate unit that like 
it's like, oh, this is the successor unit, but it was too expensive for not enough of a benefit, and so it ended up being passed over for other machines yeah. for mass production. Uh, the torso looks a little awkward in this art. Uh, I know it looks less awkward, like, in the show. Uh, Seat does not have the most beautiful sete, is the thing. Like, you know, like, setting images. Um, the torso just looks really chunky in the art, but it is a bit thinned out, usually. Um, but you do have, uh, vents on, or, you know, like, chest vents on either side. They're, the vents are interesting, because, like, you have... On one hand, you have some F-91 style, like, the way the chest bends around kind of reminds me of, like, the way the F-91's, like, two side chest plates go around, mm, right? Sure. Like, with the pink, uh, the ones with the pink vents. But then you also have some just, like, big holes, like, that are just, like, bars in the actual armor in front of the vents, which I think looks kind of cool. Um, contrary to y your usual setup, uh... I mean, I guess it still has a lower section that's a different color. You have the white, then you have a white cockpit hatch, and then you've got, like, a gray. But it's very round. It's not what I'm used to seeing, like, plug into the waist for a machine like this. It's just very rounded. Um, the shoulders, uh, simple armor on the shoulders, but outside, uh, sticking out of the ends are two little, like, wings. Um, which, those look neat. Um... Yeah, they kind of they kind of remind me of uh, the double X uh, shoulder like heat sinks almost. Yeah. Or going back to it again, even the F ninety one. F ninety one. Yeah. God, sure. I I never really thought about it, but I'm like, wait a minute, <laughs> hold on a second, Okawara. Um, but uh, the arms again, very seed like arms. You have these ones are a bit more square. There's still a bit of rounding to them at uh, you know, but square arms. Uh, you've got panel lining that is very simple and just going all the way around. You have a little bicep, like, thruster on the, or shoulder thruster, I guess I should say. Not the shoulder armor itself, but the actual shoulder. Um, for the forearms, uh, just some very simple arms, right? Like, you've got, like, the little hard point for the shield on the outside, and then on the elbow, you have, like, an elbow pad blocking the joint, but, I mean, there's nothing too special about these. They're, they're arms. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. Hands are hands as usual. Uh, one day we'll one 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 day we'll get a suit where we say something special about the hands, but not now. Um, sometimes I'm making happens. a declaration. <laughs> what we're doing? We're doing one episode this week because I made another revelation that I'll we'll get to in a second. Oh, we're, this episode's going to be long. Okay. All right. So uh, I, I I don't even know. Anyway, whatever. Uh, the crotch piece got a top crotch piece uh, with a little pink sort of, uh, inverted, uh, what's the word for a square that's not a perfect square? Uh, I mean, that looks like a trapezoid to me. Trapezoid. Right. That's the, one of the words, right? Yeah. Trapezoid. I mean, um, that's not the, that's, I don't think that's the word you were looking for, but that shape looks like a trapezoid to me. Uh, yeah. I mean, a trapezoid is technically an example of one of the things I'm thinking of, but right. one of the word I am thinking of is a full word, but I can't think of it right now. Square Rectangle. <laughs> no, 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 no. Anyway. I'm very funny. Uh, then you have a lower crotch piece that's just like a black armor piece uh, down the middle. Uh, two front skirts, simple in design. You do have a cool, I like that they have the little dashes. I always like how that looks like, you know, coming out of the vent, like the, uh, mm -hmm. you know, little 
piece. I don't know how to describe it. The divider, um, yeah. Divider, that's the word. Um, I like. And the... then you have two incredibly sick side skirts. Yeah, the side skirts are great. Um, the side skirts are just big winged pieces. Um, I believe these can spread right while it's flying. I can't. I don't know for sure though. Let's see. I think that's right. Um. Trying to find art of this. Because the way it looks, eh, it looks like they're always together in flight, but they look like they should be able to move independently just because they have, like, that dividing line. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess not. Um, but they're still pretty cool. They're just big thrusters with, like, wings below. Uh, and then a really cool rear skirt, too, just because it's, like, big. I always like the big tail skirts like this, so I just think it looks cool. Um, yeah, I just, I really like the big fucking boosters on that side skirt they've got huge verniers for mm-hmm. a side skirt yeah the uh thighs simple again line it's a thigh with a line going around them you know panel line uh you have a simple joint uh the knee piece is pretty cool just because it has the divider in the little you know vents in the knee again uh and now um, it's time to get strange yep uh the leg well one weird. the way the leg bends is weird at least in the art, I'm gonna look. Does it look like that in the show? Okay, yeah, it still has a little bit of. The, well, not. It's exaggerated in the art. Um, like here. I'm just gonna link you this. It's a little exaggerated in the art compared to, you know. Which, it, but it does look really weird in the art. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. But you've got thrusters going around the calves, uh, three, like, built-in ones, and then one, like, sort of ink- behind-the-ankle thruster, uh, like, right behind the foot. Um, then, yeah, the, the way the feet are connected into the leg, especially in this set looks very odd. Like, it, it looks like... Feels... It, it... Oh, yeah, sorry. I don't know if this would hold its weight under Earth's gravity. Yeah, um... You know, it looks more exaggerated in the art, but then again, even, like, later versions of the art as drawn by other people still have that weird shape, right? Mm-hmm. Like, the foot, the the leg kind of goes a little bit forward rather than just straight down, and then the foot is just kind of plugged into that. As shown Pretty on the cool Zist Elwes custom. Because yeah. I don't think we have any art, actually, of just a regular Kagoo. All we ever see is customs. Yeah, yeah, we only see the uh, customs, unfortunately. Um, for the uh, backpack, finally, uh, we have a sort of gin styley backpack, like right, like it's the it's back to being the elytra again, though. Instead of just being like big covers, you've got like a little bottom cover, and the thruster is built into these instead of being built on like the outer part. Um, again, similar to the gin, you have like a single middle thruster on the backpack. Um, for armaments, we've got the Heavy Blade, which is just a better version of the Jin's Heavy Blade. I believe it looks pretty much the same. It's got the same CoolSwords.com look that all of these have. Um, I, f- I feel like those holes in the base of the blade are new. Maybe the holes uh-huh. are new, yeah. Time to uh, make it more lightweight, yet also more collapsible. Not to Let's critique see. sword design, but not a big fan of these ones. This, uh, not a big fan of this one in particular. Um, does yeah, have, it is a little. It is a little different. I looked it up, but yeah. Uh, it does have a Vulcan shield system, uh, which, which is, is what I was talking about earlier when I had this whole thing yeah. about combined shields. Which this one is 
just a better version of the... That explains why you were saying the shield was also being supported by the weapon. I was like, well, the weapon is just two little beam emitters, but okay, I guess. Uh, now I understand. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's got the vernier. It's got... You can see it this has is a more aptly, sensor. This is more aptly a wrist gun that has a shield slapped onto the outside of it, is the thing. It's true. It's true. I also... I really am a sucker for when people do the brave thing and don't just make every Vulcan a six barrel. A three barrel Vulcan looks great. That's fair. And does look cool. Um, also uses a 76 millimeter heavy assault machine gun. Um, it's an improved version of the gins. Uh, I believe that's still, is that also a different design? It's top loaded. And I think the gins is too, but I'm not sure. I'd have to look, uh, I have so many fucking tabs open right now. <laughs> yeah, same. Uh, uh, it looks like the same design. Yeah. Okay. It's, yeah, it is. It is just stated to be an improved version in this case. Um, God, I. Sorry, the the screenshot I found of uh, the first screenshot I found of the Gin firing its its gun just highlights to see it as a bad looking show. Just yeah. the inconsistency of this orange lighting effect, like, sort of, <laughs> just looks so bad. Yeah, that looks pretty bad, actually. Like, I know not to judge every frame, but also, oof. Yeah. Listen, every frame of painting, just not all paintings are good. It's fine. Sometimes they're all bad. Um, this also used the M68 Caddis recoilless rifle, which is the bazooka that it's used by the gin. It's just the gin bazooka. Um. Mm -hmm. Then also, uh, apparently it uses uh, the Gwaze beam rifle at one point. Sure. Only once during the Battle of Mendel Colony against the Three Ships Alliance and Earth Alliance. Um, but yeah. Uh, I, I, this is a cool machine. It's, it's, you know, it's like a high mobility flight machine. Um you know it's better but as you said like not enough for mass production and not like mm -hmm. cost efficient enough for them to want to do that uh so of course it gets passed over to a couple of aces sadly it it came out at just the wrong time is the thing right like this machine got completed got sent to the front lines got in the hands of uh commander raul Cruze, who then discovered a phase shift and was like oh so this thing is useless is what you're saying Yep, and there's one I should note. Uh, this is from the manga Seed Re, like, mm -hmm. Reply, um, which I guess that's probably what it's meant to be read as, Seed Reply. But anyway, um, it's a uh, Sigu that has some extra things going on. For instance, if you look at that shield, it has a beam emitter at the end of it, kind of like the uh, Guazar. Um and then, uh, if you look at the backpack, obviously, um, it's fucking weird looking. It has these, like, giant-ass dragoons on it, basically. Mm-hmm. They're wired, though. They are wired dragoons, yeah. They're still so it's, like, it's clearly just a prototype unit. But... Yeah. Um. I mean, it's sick. It does look really it's... cool, though. You get this great, uh, this honestly very good shot of, uh, the Incom you know, Dragoon Incom in action, which that's just, that's just a great shot right there. Yeah, no, that's pretty cool. Too bad that's not in the show. Yeah. Well, you know, listen, they only, how many times can you have <laughs> this guy fight Kira, right? Mm. 
if you were willing to let Kira ever lose anything, maybe more, but, you know. All right. Now, we do have two variants. Also, should note, uh, if you're looking at the Sigu, do take a look at uh, Zist Elois's because I like that color scheme a lot on it. It just looks cool. Um, anyway, we have two variants, and I like both of these a lot. So, the first one we're talking about is the Sigu Assault, the ZGMF 515AS. Chunky um, lad. Chunky. Um, this one's a cool, a cool one. So... We talked about the Jin Assault type way back in the Jin episode. I don't remember when that was, but we talked about that. that. Um, this is the same idea, right? It's a full armor Sigu. Um, you've got armor on the legs, armor on the torso, armor on the shoulders, a lot of armor on the backpack. The backpack looks pretty cool because of like all the extra chunk on it. Um, and then... Uh, so... It's really interesting because it, the 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 assault shroud that it's wearing because it is wearing an assault shroud uh, is what mm. they call it um is very funny to me just because like it, it mentions that it makes it so oh the Sigu also has a bunch of uh you know already has like super good performance on par with the uh or uh you know atmospheric flight capabilities um. So, it's on par with specially developed Ace Use MSM. I'm like, wait, doesn't it slow down from the armor? No, apparently not. Yeah, I'm trying to see. We don't have we don't have a ton of art, and I'm trying to see if it adds extra, like, extra thrust to offset it. And it doesn't seem like it, but mm. I guess on the legs it does. And if you look at the backpack, I guess the backpack, uh, I think those extra armor plates can open up on the top, mm, probably. Okay. So I guess it has some extra armor, but it is funny to me. It's just... I mean, we talk about this with Gundam a lot. Um, now, the base version does not uh, mount any additional weapons, uh, but it does dual-wield the Vulcan shields, which is pretty fucking cool also. Mm-hmm. Just one on each wrist. Um, so it just flies around blasting with Vulcans and being hard to hit, and when you do hit it, it doesn't do much damage. However... <laughs> then one of these was stolen by... The Earth Alliance, and given to Ace Pilot Zist Elwis. Wait, and, but he was working for Zaft. What happened? Uh, I need to watch this. I need to read this story. His <laughs> uh, nicknamed the Chaotic Child. Hate it. Um, uh, and of course he has like two personalities too, right? Okay, I sure, hate this. sure. Uh, is that all? Oh, because of his mixed blood, that's a way to word that too. <laughs> that's fucked up, my man. Oh my god. Anyway, alright, whatever. Even new ways for fucking seed, seed to clumsily eug- handle racism. Yeah, and fucking weird seed eugenics bullshit. So, uh, this, though, does do one really cool thing. It does add shoulder shields. These shoulder shields are just simply large shields that have two sets of ga- of three-barrel Gatling guns in them. I love the heavy arms. I, this is pretty cool, though. I like the shape of it. Like, it has a cool <laughs> silhouette. I I nitpick it just in the terms of, like, at this point, if you have this much stuff, you should be trying for diversity of weaponry in case someone's, I don't know, immune to your Gatling guns for some reason. But it is kind of sick. Yeah. Uh... I wonder if it purges them or something, because you do see that uh, there is a version of Zis without the shoulders as well, um, below. 
And actually looking down there, you can actually see some more of the, uh... Yeah, okay, there are a little bit of extra thrusters on some of these. But yeah, this is just a cool-looking suit. <laughs> um, the thing is, the Segu Assault here, what I think it's trying to look like is the next one on the list by adding the shoulder weapons, because the next one is the YFX-200 Segu Deep Arms. Again, another spoiler warning. I don't really know why I'm doing. I'm doing it out of habit. But, like, this is episode 50 of, of Seed, that this machine shows up, and you see it, like, shoot a beam, and then it's gone, and it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter! And the Segu Deep Arms, uh, one, is really cool, uh, is very... It's a weird one. Um, I, I just assumed from the name, from the deep, and the way that tends to get used in... in Gundam, I was just assuming this is going to be an underwater thing. It super isn't. Yeah, no. Which is very funny also because it's even blue, right? It's got two tones yeah. of blue. Um, nope. Deep has a- Deep's a fucking acronym because of course it is. It's for Directional Energy Emission Experimental. I put the emphasis on the P there because that's where the P for deep comes from, is experimental. Uh, so yeah. I- one of the pilots is named Shiho. Okay, sure. Oh. Japanese first name. Yeah. Hanenfuss. Yes. That's... Also, look her up because she's been in the show. Has she? Oh, hey. She's a consistent like background character that appears randomly, just like in different parts of Seed, if I remember right. You know what? I gotta I gotta take the L on this one. Uh huh. Hanenfuss is uh is a one of the names for uh the flower of the buttercup. So I'll shut the fuck up. Good name. Good job. That's funny. Um. But yeah, uh, Shiho, uh, pilots this. Uh, yeah, the Segu Deep Arms though is pretty cool. Um, what it actually changes from the Segu is, uh, one the head uh now has an actual commander antenna. Um, the shape of the Zaft emblem is also, or the Zaft like head ornament is changed a bit. It's got like a point at the end. You know what I mean? Like, it kind of, like... Mm, yeah. It kind of, like... Uh... Like... Words. Just kind of, like... It's a little thinner than it usually was. And then it kind of, like, goes out a bit more, though, when you when it hits towards the end. Mm -hmm. um, it has a stabilizer. Yep. Yeah. Uh, the other difference is when you get to... The torso is the same. The arms, however... Uh... The shoulders have been changed in order to give it to... Well beam cannons on the shoulders that are directional beam cannons that also um they're able to rotate on there i guess they could also be used as shields i assume just given you know mm -hmm. where they are um and they have some extra thrusters on them uh on the waist the large side skirts have been replaced by two holsters for big swords uh, the swords are very cool i mean yeah. they're just you know they're they're basically anti-ship swords but they're, they're, I really like their design. They have a cool shape. Um, yeah, they're single, like, edged, uh, well, beam-edged, I should say, uh, anti-ship swords. Um, and then the rest of the legs, I believe, let me look. Oh, no, actually, some other changes, like, the knees are a little different. Uh, they're facing more upward um, with, like, where the vent is on them. Um, and it still have, like, the little divider. Um... The legs are also actually more... They look better for gravity, as you mentioned, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, 
that doesn't have like the weirder legs and the feet look a little bigger maybe um and it has like true ankle armor going all around and stuff like the way we think of it on a mobile suit um and then finally the backpack is oh right i forgot these are these guns are not located in the shoulder they're located on the backpack and they wrap around sure right. that makes sense yeah, I forgot oh, the about that. The backpack looks great. Yeah, I forgot about that. Right, this backpack's cool. Uh, yeah, the backpack is like a really weird circular backpack. It's got two little maneuvering verniers, uh, like on the bottom of it, and then it's basically just like a big energy pack for these big guns. Um, and then it has two little arms, and out of the arms on the sides, which there are also some uh, cables, like big cables, um, mm-hmm. is where the two uh, guns are. Uh, the directed thermal energy cannons. Um, but the way they wrap around, like I said, they, um, they, they look like they're, you know, over the shoulders. But all they did was remove the, uh, the things from the shoulders. Mm-hmm. And this does get to be shown in the very last episode of the, of the show, so. Yep. That's nice. I think she specifically only in special edition and remaster, though, also. Sure, sure, why not? That's how this, that's how this goes. They do but, that. You know. They, they actually, so... Fun fact about Seed, uh, for people who have just been watching Standard Definition along with GGP, uh, they do a lot of, like, the, the, the Star Wars special editioning, where they'll just randomly add some other, like, MSV units and stuff, uh, to the HD versions, you know, in certain scenes, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I double-checked this, and you, and you are correct, there, um, there is a, there, like... Basically, uh, Shiho is one of the members of, of Ezok's squad, and in the sd original release um it was two gins and now it's the uh, guay's experimental firearms type and the cuckoo deep arms mm-hmm. it's very funny it's too bad that they make so many choices in the remaster that are like bad for characters and narrative because if, i honestly am here for people just being like hey what if we just went back and replaced this generic suit with a cooler suit in a lot of scenes i think that's fun that's so. fair um, uh, oh, I guess you don't want to use these as shields, because it did just mention, um, that, uh, they, so, it actually has to, uh, release a bunch of heat from these. Um, the cannon's cooling system occupies more than half the weapon's length. <laughs> um, it uses a refrigerant-type mechanism, which is really weird for cooling. Oh, interesting. Uh, yeah. the cooling gas carrying the heat is then released from the gray exhaust ports, uh, at the sides. Uh, they cannot fire properly if only a small amount of gas is left. And also, force firing will cause a meltdown, so... Huh. But I'm assuming they better be... They, they should be strong fucking beams then, right? You would imagine. Because this feels like a lot of trouble to go through, considering that beam rifles just work in seed. Um, I do think this is a really cool looking, though. Yeah. Alright. I think that's all the SIGUs, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, what were you alluding to that this would be uh, a one? You remembered. Damn. All right. Well, I mean, the viewers would or the listeners would know unless you cut it out. So, just no. I I just was hoping you'd forget and I'd be able to trap you. Um. So normally we'd go back to the Gways. There's some more Gways to talk about, right? Well, not really, but there's mm, another. There's yeah, the Dreadnought there's a, family. There's yeah. the Dreadnought, and we would probably talk about the Dreadnought, but also. The Gwaze isn't the only thing that they developed out of the uh, the Shigu. Oh, Sigu. fucking hell. The Din. The Din! 
Uh, so many. Why did we do the gin as just one episode if we're doing all of these? <laughs> because we're stupid. I we said stupid earlier then, I'd be okay now. just doing the gin and doing, and then like we could if, just roll okay. the segue, and then you guilted me into it, and now we're. All stuck right, you in know this. what? We can. There are enough dins. We could talk about them on their own episode. Yeah, I'll th- allow it. Because no, we'll talk about the dreadnought and the and it's one variant, and then we'll be we'll be done with this episode i think okay all right i'll allow this um ignore all the developed into on the dreadnought we're not getting into that no those are more tied to other units it makes more sense to talk about them on different episodes so ymf x zero 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 a dreadnought gundam this is a uh gundam based on earth alliance technology stolen by zaft uh this is where they tested the neutron jammer canceller um Which is really weird to me because this is developed... What is the order here, though? Because this is developed from the Gways, but then... Well, look right. So, this is developed from the Gways, right? Uh Uh-huh. But the Gways itself was developed into the Gways Experimental Firearms type, which was used to develop... I guess this machine and the Experimental Firearms type were both used to develop the justice and the freedom, I guess. Yes, I'm pretty sure that's what happened. Is that's one was used a to jank test the explanation, one was though. Testing the neutron jammer canceller. Fair enough, I guess. Um So it does have a Gundam head. Uh this is a Gundam for all intents and purposes. Though of course it can just be equipped with a Gwaze head because it is a Gwaze. It's also like this is kind of a reverse Zeta Zaku. Yeah. This is them taking a Gwazing gun Gundamifying it, right? Uh-huh. Slapping a Gundam head on it, and then, of course, you know, changing some internals. But Yeah. Uh, like, there's a couple of design differences, which we'll go over. So, first of all, the head. You've got a double V-fin-style head. Um, has four cheek Vulcans, which is an interesting place to have them. Um, like, rather than in, like, the top of the head, they're just in the cheeks. Uh, mm-hmm. you do have a forehead camera, uh... Which is weirdly extended backwards. It kind of reminds me of like the like the high new or something. Yeah, I actually think this head is really cool looking. Uh huh. I actually. So fun fact: when I first got back into Gundam, because some kid at school was uh it was like, "Hey, I can sell you some of the models from that." Uh, when I was playing it on my PSP, um, one of the things I bought from him for two dollars was a Dreadnought Gundam High Grade. Nice. I didn't even uh, know they made that. Mm-hmm. Yep, they did some seed MSVs. Uh, or well, seed extra in this case but yeah they did some of these designs they also did the hyperion which uh i also liked um hyperion's the one i prefer of the two but this one's pretty um so yeah going down to the chest uh you have a sort of ways like chest but it extends forward a bit more and i think i think that's a camera probably in the chest right like that little green sensor yeah either that or they loved uh gundam wing yeah right um you also have some, like, little stepped tiers on the uh, cockpit, which, again, makes it kind of look a bit more Gundam-like. Um, obviously, the color scheme has been changed to be very Gundam-like. Yeah, it's tricolor. Um, uh, the shoulders have been extended outward. Uh, it does have uh, three on the side of a dice uh, for the ends, kind of like how the Freedom, I think, has, like, five. Uh, the five that's shown on the side of a dice. Um Mm-hmm. Just like the little holes that I presume are probably maneuvering verniers, but because they're holes, they always look weird to me. 
Yeah, um, I mean, or they, I mean, I don't know if they are because it doesn't feel like they'd be like big enough or like angled enough for that. I just, I think of them as being maybe heat vents or something. I don't maybe, know. I don't maybe, know. Or maybe just lightning the armor. Who knows? Or, um, or also, I mean, even with the placement, they could be uh, fucking uh, hard points. Yeah. Who knows? Um, for the upper arms, same thing as always with Seed. Simple upper arms, lots of panel lining. Uh, does it have the bicep thruster of the Gways? Um, like they are the shoulder, I should say. Like the inner shoulder. Um, the arms are a bit more squared than the Gwazes, Um But you do have like a little round... Like the sides of them are round. They're weird in shape is what I'll say, right? You got lots of mixes of round parts and square parts on this thing because you're trying to turn a Gwaze into a Gundam. Um, still has the shield hardpoint on the arm there, though. Uh, for the legs, the front skirt is similar to the Gwaze, just recolored, uh, though the bottom part doesn't have the thrusters, instead it just has a hard piece of metal. Um, front skirts are virtually identical, they have like an extra panel line on them, but, you know, otherwise they're pretty similar. Uh, the side skirts are now larger versions of the, uh, Extensional arresters. I forget what these ones are called. Pristis Beam Reamer. Right. <laughs> right. The Beam Reamer. Um, That's what they call me, baby. The rear skirt is pretty close to the same as the Gwazes. It's a little wider. Um, luckily, when they made this model for them, the reason why they were able to do it is because, well, we never made a Gwaze model because they hate me specifically. Or, I guess they did. They made a no-grade uh, Gwaze, 1144th. Um, whereas this was a high-grade. Um, the upper thighs are, again, similar. Same kind of panel lining, even though these legs are a little bit more square. Um, you've got... Uh, the, these knees almost resemble, actually, kind of like some of the other suits. like Kind of like the Sigu's knees and stuff, even. Mm -hmm. Um, just the way they stick out. Uh, though the feet themselves and the way the legs kind of bend are, uh, uh, like, if you look around the back, right? Like, it's got, like, the tiered steps and oh, yeah. all that. Just the like way that the does the ways. tiered steps almost looks like, it doesn't, you know, often the tiered look right there is sort of like, oh, it's got room for, like, verniers to pop up or, like, heat sinks or something. And this looks like, almost like, you know, like, samurai lacquered armor. Mm-hmm. And then the, uh... Interesting. There is uh, a front guard on the ankle area um, now to properly block the front as well as still... An instep in guard. Instep. Yes, yes. Um, and then you've got pointy feet uh, that are painted like Gundam feet but are still pointy, which is weird. Uh, finally... It's, oh, it's funny because the instep guard is so... I, I, I am going to make this a thing. I'm going to insist on it. Um is so big, it basically just looks like a hollow foot on top of the foot. <laughs> yeah, huge. basically. It's very big. <laughs> because they're trying to keep as many elements as they can from, like, the ways. so... Um, the backpack is really weird. And there's a reason yeah. for this, because there's a thing that plugs into it. But on the base form, the backpack is basically just a rocket sticking out of the back with four, like, verniers on it and four little, like, mm -hmm. maneuvering flaps. Um, and then it and has like a little square far. thruster. Yeah, mm. it's really weird. I kind of dig it just for being weird, but... Mm -hmm. uh, for armaments, uh, it does have a beam rifle, an improved version of the Gwaze's beam rifle. 
that is actually a prototype version of the one that is later going to be used by the Providence Gundam. Um, then you've got a composite shield. Uh, this one is one that also just has a beam saber because doing two claws would not be Gundam-y enough. Um, you have the forehead Vulcans. I don't know why they gave this one four randomly, but they did. The Beam Reamer. That's a fucking name to say. Um, though they're actually tethered to the suit by cables, they're actually wireless remote-controlled weaponry that are controlled through the Dragoon system. The cables are just to prevent the loss of the Beam Reamers in the case of the malfunction. So, I guess they can actually be, like, cut. Oh god, here's that phrase I love with Uh Seed. High level of spatial awareness, anyway. I hate that. I always hate that. Um, finally, uh, it has a neutron jammer canceller. Uh, it uses the Generation Unsubdued Nuclear Drive Assault Module uh, Operating System, which is Gundam. <laughs> and it has phase shift. Um, Here's a fun fact about the neutron jammer canceller. This one is overtuned. Uh, uh-huh. So, it is the original prototype of the neutron jammer canceller. And as such, its field of uh, jamming canceling is too big. And so, technically, you could detonate a nuke near this thing. Oh, that seems like a flaw, actually. That seems yes, bad. Yes, that's that is bad. And so, for future units, they're like, we need to make it smaller so it only affects our nuclear generator and doesn't make people able to shoot nukes at us. <laughs> yeah. Um. So this gets an upgrade uh, partway through the series, where what is put on the back is basically uh like a lifesaver ring, but with four um uh dragoons on it. I, the big hole in the middle for the backpack is so good. I love it. Yeah, no, I, having built this, I actually love it. It's so dumb, but I, it's great also. Um, so yeah, it has uh, four Dragoons on this Dragoon unit on the back. Um, each Dragoon is actually armed with ten beam cannons, by the way. Jesus. Uh-huh. Uh, so it has... Um, let's see. The, uh, oh, they could also uh, generate a tetrahedral barrier from the tip. Which is kind of cool. Just making a fucking badass barrier. Um, so, to count the ten of them, let's see, we've got four located radially, like, around a main one in the middle, right? So that'd be mm-hmm. five. Where the fuck are the other ones? Are they sticking out? Are there five radially, like, just sticking out there that, like, have... Like, you see those little dashes, right, on the halfway mm-hmm. point? I yeah, think I those think might be them. Yeah. yeah. And I guess there's five of those dashes cut into it. Okay. What a weird design for doing this, but it's kind of great that they just have all these. Yeah, I mean, um, like, we're used to Dragoons being, like, these single, like, you know, like funnels, right? They're this single thing. Often in, uh, in Seed, they're flat. Um, And this is this big, like torpedo covered in guns <laughs> yeah um it's pretty good um it is hearkening to something that is in seed though uh specifically the providence gundams uh funnels dragons but they don't work like that right uh no the big ones do uh really look at, look at the providence uh, oh yeah huh the outward radial ones yep uh huh. there's the three uh so this one actually has more than the than that has which is pretty fun 
the thing is when we like I'm looking every time I look at the Providence, the episode we do on it is going to be interesting because by the time I got to this point in Seed, I was so fucking bored. I wasn't paying attention to the fight. And so I don't like I, I know broadly what the Providence can do, but I don't really remember its mechanical details very well. So that'll be fun. I like it. Um, I will say that much. I do like it. Um, uh, but yeah. Um, uh, hiccups. Hiccups and drink a soda. Bad combination. Blech. Um, so, yeah, it has these cool dragoons. They are wire dragoons, which is weird. Um, they're technically, like, it's the same thing, right? Where the wires are actually more to retrieve them because this is a test unit rather mm-hmm. than being, like, something that is necessary. Which I, I think that actually makes sense. Uh, for yeah. a test unit to have is like, well, we don't want the test pilot losing them. Yeah. Um, funny thing is, if you look in the uh, related images, you can actually see it using the dragoons in tandem with the uh, little uh, beam reamers, <laughs> um, which yeah, I think just is like kind of cool. Wall of things flying out, shooting beams. Yeah. Though honestly, the way that they're depicted there for Gundam Sea Neverending Tomorrow, uh, the, my only problem with them is simply that uh. That, uh, this eliminates the purpose of doing an all-range attack. Yeah. Just doing a wall, just a singular compressed wall. I mean, maybe they're trying to break through a single hardened point. I don't know. That's fair. I don't know. Oh, uh, the pilot, you mean? Uh, please read me the pilot name, because I think you'll get a kick out of it. The primary one. Okay, let me scroll up because I'm seeing a lot of names. Uh, oh, Prayer Reverie, sure. Yeah, Prayer Reverie. Look at the character's design, too, even. <laughs> Look at this little twerp. Yep. Oh, sorry. Uh, you can see his original destri- design, and then his design is a carbon human. <laughs> From Versus Astray, right? Because that's a fake one, I believe. Oh, okay, sure. That makes more sense. I was just like, this is just a phrase you're going to use. All right, sure. Also, um, he's implied to be a weird clone of Moo. Sure, why not? <laughs> Welcome to Astray. Uh, um, I like that this is another, this is <laughs> one of the many things that we learn <laughs> Siegel Klein did off screen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he got this blueprint out. <laughs> it's real weird. Siegel Klein just does shit. Well, like, you know, but not in the show. No, on the in the show he dies in a montage and no one ever talks about it again. His daughter doesn't fucking care. <laughs> yeah. Um Uh there is a variant of the Dreadnought Gundam that we should mention. Uh the Dreadnought H or Yeah. As pronounced Dreadnought A Ada. Okay, fair, fair whatever. <laughs> All right, sure. Yo, this thing's cool. Yeah. Uh, it's a dreadnought that is the same design, but with a couple of minor changes. Uh, one, it's drawn by a different artist, very clearly. Um, sure, yeah. Two, uh, instead of having the dragoon backpack, it has a different backpack. Uh, and also, I believe the s- design of the little side thingies has changed. It looks like uh, the beam reamers. Also, it's piloted by Canard Pars. Oh fuck! This is the rival of Prayer Reverie, Canard Pars. Do you know his story? Uh, no. Well, we can talk about it. We'll, we'll talk about him again during a Hyperion episode. Just know that he hates Kira, is voiced by the same voice actor as Kira, and is, but, like, is evil Kira. 
This is good, actually. I've decided this is good. Uh, I fucking love Canard. He sucks. Uh, also, look at his fucking outfit. <laughs> it's like, a lot. He, like, looks, if you like go a, to the he looks like a Guilty art. Gear character. Yeah, he doesn't look like a Gundam character. He's wearing, like, le- like his outfit is leather pants, uh, a leather crop top, because he has to have that midriff showing. And he's got a bunch of armor bolted to it. He's got a belt at the bottom of his crop top just to guarantee you don't miss his belly button. It's so (laughs) fucking good, actually. I hate it. I hate it, but I also love this guy. He's one of the guys that, like, I use in G-Gen games just because his whole whole concept is, like, what if you had an edgy Kira Yamato voiced by Kira Yamato? And I actually kind of love it. Uh, but oh, anyway, man, he's in Super Robot Wars W. I guess I got to play that. Uh huh. W is one of my favorites. So, oh, um, it's the DS one. All right, sure. Yep. It has really good animations. Uh, better than the two later DS games, mainly because uh, it has a lot of uh animations that they took from J and then added a bunch of frames to. Um, also, fan translation hit this year. Yes. Nice. Um, but yeah. So the Dreadnought H. Um. Changes, like, the side skirts, it looks like. There's, like, a little thing on the tip of them. I assume they're powered up in some way. And then, um... The backpack is, like... So, it's weird, right? It's still, like, connected the same way as the Dragoons are. Uh, but... It's just, like, two cannons that are able to do a bunch of shit. <laughs> um, they're very much in the... they These feel like an astray design, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah. it's, it's like tactical arms, kind of. Um, so, uh, going through the new equipment is, um, one, a grenade launcher has been added to the head. Uh, apparently below the, so, it, it has two of the same ones on the top. But the two lower ones, instead of being uh, Vulcans, are now grenade launchers. I wish they'd made them look slightly bigger to accommodate this, but that's very funny. Uh-huh. Um, and then its primary weapon uh, that it uses is the Zastava Stigmata Beam Machine Gun, which is, I believe, the same one that is used by the Hyperion Gundam, uh, which is just a cool little beam machine gun. I like the Hyperion a lot. If you look at the developed from, you'll see the Hyperion. Uh, I do have to... It is. It says it's a beam submachine gun, right? Yes. Which doesn't mean anything in this context. No. That's not... It just uses a submachine gun style of design, I think, is probably why. It's a submachine gun aesthetic, sure. Yeah. Okay. Because if you, like... you, you, if you see it uh, here, like... Uh, grab an image. See, it's got, like, that kind of one-handed design. Sure. Okay. Okay. Um, it looks a little silly, but it's kind of cool. Uh, it's also a unit I really like playing. I wish it was better in uh, Maxi Boost, but I do play it in that game occasionally. Um, but yeah, uh, so... It's funny, because I always assumed Dreadnought H was not for Edda, but was for Hyperion, because it does take elements of the Hyperion, but apparently not. Um... It does have the arm. Uh, oh my god! Uh, say this for me, please. I can't. I can't do it. Six. Armor Lumiere handy. Okay. I. Uh, I just. I. I, I feel I, like I'm, if I'm I say guessing. it, I'm gonna screw I'm, up. I'm guessing. I mean, listen. I probably screw up too. I just sound confident about it. Oh, these are the replacements for the beam reamers. Oh, that's why those are familiar, right? The little tips on those are the same ones that are on like the inside of the Hyperion's backpack, and they 
generate like a barrier. Okay, so it can make like a weird, basically a weird beam shield that can also be used as a weapon. Like an incom beam shield? Yeah. Weird. And it makes like, well, the way it makes a shield though, they emit triangular beams like uh, here. Let me see if I can find the Hyperion using its weird ones uh, just to show. Like, you, you see in that image I linked you, right? How the backpack is folded like over the head? Yes. Of the Hyperion. So you see those two little triangular things? Those, mm-hmm. basically what it does is it rams forward and makes like a cone of beam. And that's what these mm-hmm. can do is make a cone of beam. Okay. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, basically, just big triangular beam shields uh, that can be used to, you know, bash into things, which is pretty cool. Uh, also, um, don't forget, your beam machine gun has a blade on it. It has the Rom Tanika beam oh, knife, yep. which is at like attached like a bayonet, but you can also fire it off. Yeah, you can just launch it, which is very funny. Um... Does have a neutron jammer canceller, does have phase shift, uh, and it has its its operating system is the generation unsubdued nuclear drive assault module complex. I don't remember if that's the same one, but I'm reading it out loud anyway. Um Yeah, so finally, uh just to talk about the big thing though, the backpack, uh you've got combination beam cannons, beam sabers. Um They either are deployed over the top of the shoulder, and they can be fired like, you know, big beam cannons, or in the sword mode, they fu- they slide under, uh, deploy some handles so that the suit grabs them, and then they emit giant beam sabers. Here's the thing that is confusing to me, is that there's a separate piece. Like, the backpack is two guns. What is the other gun? Uh, like, look at, look at buster mode or sword mode. You can see that there's a separate set of shoulder guns. Oh, yeah. Huh. What are those? Are they listed here? I don't think they're listed here. Oh, also the way that it rotates them so they can be under or over is it actually rotates the whole backpack, apparently. Hmm. Which is kind of cool. Oh, uh, that I explains am, the facing. Okay. I'm also looking on MAHQ and it doesn't mention what these are either. Um, yeah, actually looking at the line art as well, like uh, on the MSV page down there. Um, I'm looking at the armaments. It also doesn't actually mention that these are anything. I assume they are. They look like just, like, beam rifle style, like, beam cannons. Like, fairly low... It feels weird to use the term. Like, fairly low output, because I don't want to say caliber. That's the wrong term for this, but... Um, yeah. Uh, it's weird that we don't know that. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. But, alright. We have covered... A lot of things related to the Gways. Now, I have one qu- last question, though. Yes. Were you set on doing one or two, or is it already, like, long enough that you just want to do one? I can do one more. It'll be all right. Okay. I was going to say, because if, if you were set on just doing the one, I, we could also just cover the Hyperion, too. Nah, let's save the Hyperion. Okay. Uh, all right. Yep. Yeah, then, uh... All right. Six, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at SixDetmar, S-I-X-D-E-T-T-M-A-R. You can also find my work at ScanLineMedia.com or Patreon.com slash ScanLineMedia. Um, Dylan, where can people find you? Um, you can find me at LowPolyRobot on Twitter.com. Um, 
And yeah, I just I post games and models and stuff. I've been getting new robots in a lot of them, uh, mainly because my job started back up and the yen is really weak and they're about to increase the price of EMS. Uh, so I'm like, ah, before that happens, I should order stuff from Mandarake secondhand real quick. Um, but yeah, uh, I post, I post like builds, I post video games, I just do whatever I'm doing, it's on Twitter, you know. And, uh, Dylan, believe it or not, I have a quote from Canard Pars. Oh, okay, which one is Where that? did you hide the end jammer canceller? Now just imagine Kira's voice actor doing that. In a threatening way. <clears throat> imagine Kira's voice actor trying to be threatening, specifically. It's hard because I don't know what Kira sounds like in the dub. I'm sure I wouldn't like it. Um, and I can't I can't do Kira's voice actor in English doing evil. That's too many degrees for me. <laughs> I'm not capable of that. So I'm going to stick with my uh, bad, you know, like <laughs> Christopher Nolan fucking Batman voice, I guess. Also, shout outs to uh, last week's Alcides episode. But uh, check out what I got. Got, you got an Alcides. I love it. It's so good. Anyway. Peace. Uh, until next time, peace out. Okay.